ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. All across CNY, it's the 315. Here's Brian Higgins. Here I am. What up, Beach Boys? Uh, we're much more on the frosty side of things on the weather today here in the Qs than uh, the beach side of things. Weather on the fours. It is snowing. Uh, if you are listening to me in your car right now, drive carefully. Uh, here, Here's what you do. Just go a little bit slower. It's not rocket ship science. You're, you're going one speed. Go a speed that's less. Everything's going to be okay. Remember this. We all live in Syracuse. We should kind of know what we're doing. Act like it, people. But be safe out there. Snow uh, going on throughout sometime uh, tomorrow. And then apparently, like on the backside of it, well, they're on the fives now, uh, it's going to create some kind of meteorological logical system uh, that's going to kick up some lake effect to just drill Buffalo again. Sorry, Buffalo. Could be a could be a fun little Saturday night football game though between the Dolphins and the Bills. We'll talk about that uh, more on the program uh, tomorrow. But right now, right now on the show, we want to get back to the national champion men's soccer team. Was joined earlier today uh, by Giorgio Kachevsky, who's a, a local guy. He's from Liverpool. He is now uh, a national champion. He uh, unfortunately, he was with the, the one guy in the Arch team that had his penalty kick saved at the end of the game. And since they won the game, it's no fair game to ask him about that. Uh, but uh, here is our chat with uh, Giorgio from earlier today. Well, rolling along here on this uh, Thursday afternoon, Brian Higgins, Giorgio Kochevsky with us now. And, uh, Giorgio, welcome in again. I think it was uh, four weeks to the day ago we were uh, chatting just as you were about to set forth on this journey into the NCAA tournament. What's it like now that, you know, a month later you guys have come out uh, the other side uh, with the trophy and uh, rings coming your way sooner than later? Yeah, it's been a crazy ride, you know, from uh, from the first game. We knew if we just kept doing what we're doing and take it one game at a time, you know, we hoped to get to the end. And sure enough, we made it all the way here. And it's, it's been one hell of a ride yeah and it's you know literally any of these games right could have gone the other way it's five games they're all one goal uh two overtime and you know we'll get into the wild penalty kicks you had in the title game how how much of it like a, a knife's edge what was this last month where literally any of these games could have could have changed on one play yeah you know like you said every game was one goal game um even in the final you know we were up but then we conceded went into penalties uh, every game has been you know, we're on the edge of our seat the whole game, but, you know, we stuck together, and that was a huge part of like, our success this whole year. All right, let's kind of take it, uh, you know, back to front here. We'll, we'll go to the penalties, and, you know, I feel better asking you you about this specifically now since you guys won, but uh, yours was the one that got saved. <laughs> What's that moment like? Because, you know, some guys take a penalty, and it's a bad penalty, and you miss by a mile. Like, their goalie made it just an asinine save. What, what was that moment like for you? Yeah, uh, so I, I kind of was in my own head not knowing whether or not to switch up sides because I've, I've taken a couple this year and went the same way. Uh, I decided, I said to myself, it wasn't broke, don't fix it. So I kept going same side. Uh, unfortunately made a big save but I wasn't too nervous I mean obviously I was upset I missed but I had so much faith in all in all our next takers Russell and goal he's been unbelievable all year yeah he had just made a save uh, before that and their goal I mean the, the save was next level I don't know what you're supposed to do about, <laughs> uh, about that as a as a guy taking the PK uh, take me through the moment there you know it's different when you're up there standing but when you're back at you know midfield standing there with your guys watching 
your teammates go up one by one to take the kick. Like sitting on my couch, that was beyond nerve wracking. <laughs> What's it like standing at midfield watching your guys go up there? Yeah, it's not much different at midfield. Um, you know, you can hear the crowd, you can hear their guys going crazy, and you know, when when our guys step up and score, it's, it feels like a like a weight is lifted off of all of our chests. Uh, I don't know if you've seen Levy's PK, but Levy gave us all a heart attack. I mean, their team was halfway <laughs> up the field celebrating. Thought he missed. I want to ask you about that one because that was, you know, you do the five and now you're still tied. You're still tied after six. Now you're you're kind of into the bottom of the seventh inning. You know, if you want to use a baseball term there, they have already made their kick. You have to make yours to continue the season. It's your All-American and Levante up there. And like the noise that made off the crossbar, that's not the noise it makes when you win the game. That's the noise it makes when you lose the game. But did, did you guys know it was in? When did you figure out that, you know, the season wasn't over at that point? Yeah, so the first bounce went straight down and kind of all of our hearts dropped. But once once we saw it bounce back up and hit the roof of the net, you know, we all we all started cheering so loud. Um, I don't know if anybody remembers, but Levy had a really bad PK during the year, so we you know we were a little nervous when he stepped up. But I was confident he was going to bury it. You know, it's funny, and I think this is part of the reason everyone likes your head coach and uh, Ian McIntyre. You know, he goes on the ESPNU broadcast. I, I mean, it's minutes after that, and, and he brought that up. He's like, yeah, the reason we had our All-American seventh is because he, he had the worst penalty kick of the season against Bucknell. It, it's kind of funny how he's still able to, to drop those little digs in, huh? Yeah, yeah, of course. He'll, he'll always mess with us just a little bit just to keep us humble. <laughs> All right, so that when that happened, you know, it, it felt like, okay, you know, you've gotten over your your one bad moment there, and, and then Russell makes the save on the next one. Like w- once he makes that save, did you guys? How much confidence do you guys have in your captain in Anthony Sinclair walking up there to take that last PK? Yeah, you know, Amphor's been our go-to guy everywhere on the field this whole year. So looking down the line, when we see Amphor step up, you know, everybody was like, "Okay, yeah, he might not take him. He might not be our first choice to take him." But we knew when he stepped up, he he had so much confidence, so much swagger, he was going to bury it. You know what I found interesting, and those PKs are so crazy because, you know, during the season there will be a penalty kick if there's penalties, but there's nothing like that. I mean, you did it in the ACC tournament and you did it to win the title, but it's not a regular uh, part of soccer. How wild is that to, to have something like that to decide the biggest moment of the season? Yeah, to decide, like, the biggest moment of both teams' lives was was crazy. Um, you know, like you said, those penalties could have gone either way. I'm, we're all thankful they went ours, but they could have easily went Indiana's way as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued at something Mac mentioned. You know, you guys basically did the same order as you did in the one against Virginia where you won the ACC tournament. But uh, the way he says it, you know, he goes and asks the guys, like, hey, do you want to take one uh, today? What what kind of trust does that kind of put back and forth between you guys and the coach? You know, I, I think of something like Nate Apoku. He was dog-tired from everything he did in the game, and maybe it wasn't the best idea uh, to send him up there. What's that trust back and forth that you guys can communicate if you're ready to step up and bang one of those home? Yeah, you know, we have huge trust in not only Mac to, you know, say that to us, but for us to look at each other and say, okay, Nate's probably been arguably our best player this whole year, and for him to say in the final, I'm not ready to take one. That is, like, we trust everybody else to step up and you know, bury one, and that's exactly what he did. Jonah did the same thing in, in the semifinal against Virginia. Yeah, and uh, he, he did that in the, the AC season. You know, he was uh, another guy in this one. Like, he, he put in I don't know how many miles in the title game. And it, it, I guess you don't want your season to go south, right? Like a guy that's literally run I don't know how many miles in the game. You, you don't want the season to come down to the fact that his, his legs are too tired at that yeah. point. Yeah. 
Giorgio Kocheski is our guest. And Giorgio, you know, you're a local guy. Uh, for those that don't know, you, you went to Liverpool. You grew up here. What what does this mean to you specifically to have won a title for for your hometown college team? Yeah, you know, I meant the world. Um, I don't know. I me off the bus. I was the first one to take the trophy from the bus and you know step foot on Q's ground, and it was it was one of the best feelings of my life for sure. That that picture I have, I'll, I'll remember it for the rest of my life. Did, did you have uh, you know local friends and family there in that group to greet you? I mean, it was it was two in the morning at that point. How many people did you have coming down to see you then, or were they content to wait for the next morning? Yeah, some of them were content to wait for the next morning. Uh, I saw my dad, a couple of my friends the next day, but the people that came out at, at two a.m. was that was unbelievable. I mean, none of us were expecting it at all. Yeah, that was a pretty cool scene there uh, when you guys got back with the the trophy after the game that night. And, uh, you know, you kind of look at the way this program is, and you know this from growing up around here, Giorgio, like there's been a lot of success, but never had punched all the way through. How how does this change, do you think, the program big picture now that Syracuse soccer can say it is a, a national championship program? Yeah, I feel like Syracuse has kind of been knocking on the door for so long. Um, they just haven't really been able to get that title that and, you know to show for it. In 2015, they won the ACC, which was was amazing. Uh, we won it again this year, and now to bring the Natty, I feel like you know we're just going to bring so much you know you could say clout to our team, but it's well deserved. We've been knocking on the door for a while as a program. I feel like you know I, I said this on the show on uh, Tuesday after you guys won it and this seems like a unique thing to soccer best I could tell like I, I can't think of another sport where literally on the jerseys uh, is every championship with, with those stars that a team has won like Indiana had the the eight and you, you had to stare at that on their shirts the whole game now, now you guys next year will get to put the one star on your jersey. What do you think that'll be like to to be wearing that next year? Yeah, you know, it'll be a huge confidence boost going into any game, and to look down and, and see that one star and just know that you know we made history as a team, the first one ever. Um, you know, it'll always just give us a confidence boost, give us that next edge during those games. And not that you know you were staring and paying attention to it on Indiana's jerseys, you know, in your last game. But how, how much do you notice that as opponents when you're playing against you know one of those historic teams? That oh yeah, they they have. The hardware to back it up. Yeah, you know, going into the game, you, you hear all the media, you know, they've been here so many times, they, they're so familiar with the site, so, you know, it, it's subconsciously in the back of your head, but, you know, we got, we'll be able to get over it, we were able to get over it. Uh, and Georgievsky with us, he's uh, on the Orange soccer team, a national champs this past Monday night, local guy from Liverpool. Has it sunk in yet? I mean, we're, we're sitting here now, you know, three-ish, three and a half days after you won the title. Has it sunk in? Has it completely hit you yet? To be honest, no, it hasn't completely sunk in yet. Um, you know, just talking with the guys, we're all saying, you know, it hasn't, hasn't really sunk in what, what we've really accomplished here. Um, as the guys start trickling out and we start going home and for the next month, I, I think that's when it starts trickling in, you know, really setting in that we, we did something really special. Yeah, that's kind of the weird part, right, of being the student athlete is, you know, the semester was coming to a close, essentially, as you guys were often doing that. You get back and, you know, people either done, they're going home or not and sticking around. Uh, we're talking to you here uh, on Thursday uh, morning. People are hearing it on Thursday afternoon. And the reason we're taping with you and you're not joining us uh, live later, this is the life of a student athlete, right? You have a final today, like win the national championship Monday, take a test on, on Thursday. How do you handle all that? Yeah, you know, it was tough. I mean, we got home at 3 a.m. On, on Monday or Tuesday morning, and I had a final at, you know, 12 that day. So to go into that final, um, it was tough. But, you know, that's just the life of a student athlete. While you're on the road, you got to study, you know, make sure you know what you're going into on the next day. All right. How do you think that one went on Tuesday? I'm not, <laughs> probably not quite enough sleep. 
Uh, really good. I'm going to say really good. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, well, whoever your professor is, come on. We, we got to grade that one on a curve. Like if, <laughs> if he screwed something up that was easy, it, it's not because he didn't know it. We, we got to say that for Giorgio. Uh, what's the final today? What, what are you studying for and getting ready for later today? Uh, I got management 248 later today. Okay. What's uh, what's that about? Uh, give, give us a little preview of what you think you got you to gotta do on your test today. Um, I'm going to have a couple multiple choice and I think two essay questions. So, um, but it's online. So I, I think I should be all right. Open. Note. Okay. There you go. Well, that, open. Note. Open note is always good. So it's yeah. a test of your, your note taking system from earlier in the year, but, uh, uh, best of luck to you on that, Giorgio, but, uh, full on congratulations on this title. And you know, whatever it does hit you, man, when you're done with this test, uh, enjoy it in a big way, my friend. And, uh, thanks for hopping on for a few minutes. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That is Giorgio Kachevsky of the uh, soccer team, the local guy. I mean, there's some local guys on the team. He, he is the, the local guy that uh, featured the most. Uh, the Pagano brothers are, are both on the team. They're from uh, FM. They, uh, they've they played some, and they're younger, and they'll, they'll work in more as the year goes on. But you talk about a local guy in the local school winning uh, a national championship, getting the star on the jersey for the future of the program. A cool, cool week for Giorgio. And... Best of luck on the test. I'm not sure what time the test. I don't know if he's doing it right now. Uh, this is modern test taking. You used to have to, like, you know, go places to take a test. He he said it's online and open book, so he's just chilling, writing a little essay, answering some questions. But uh, best of luck on that. Know a bunch of the guys. Uh, it is finals week. The last day of them is tomorrow, I do believe. Part of the reason to going back a few weeks ago, why can't the Orange be in the Pinstripe Bowl, or not the Pinstripe Bowl, the Fenway Bowl finals this week, but Fenway Bowl is Saturday. Now look at the soccer team. They're taking finals, winning titles at the same time. Kirk Kalov was on Orange Nation earlier today. He had a goal uh, in the title game. He had goal number two. He said that he had a final last Friday during the day. That was the day of the semifinal game. So he's taken uh, finals and then winning soccer games. How about that? Good stuff. All right, we'll hit a break. Phone lines open when we come back. 315-437-7644 for ESPN 44. And uh, before too long, we will uh, do it for the last time of the week. Not right now. Do not call about that right now. If you're calling now, you're calling to talk to me. Later, you're going to call to register for a chance to have a chance at the Cornell game to make a three-point shot to go to the Duke game. You got all that? We're going to do that at 3 o'clock, give or take. So about 10 minutes from now. With that, we'll take a break. Come back and wrap up the first hour after this on QSportsTalk.com and ESPN Radio.